to overcome with Soph, a branch of Unoya Wellness, a pure and well-balanced mind, a good spirit, beautiful thinking. my pals welcome to this episode of the podcast i'm just gonna toss a little bit of these into the podcast right so the whole purpose of the podcast is like share your story interviewing people getting different perspective Um, but sometimes i have things that i just think are um, important to share and so I'll just be doing a solo episode and just giving information that I feel like is important. It's usually relevant to my life, but I feel like I can educate, teach, and just share through experience. That's like my best way to be able to share with you guys. And so whatever I'm going through, like I like to share tips and tools and tricks and stuff like that because I am continuously working on my mental health journey and it's just helpful to you know listen when you're in that headspace and I apologize my voice I it's so low um I lost my voice yesterday morning so today is memorial day um I gotta check the date May 29th and so um because I like to give a lay of the land so it's May 29th memorial day and I was supposed to have a meeting but it got canceled and I was already at the office so I was like okay um we're gonna do this because I've been wanting to record this episode so yeah we'll just kind of dive into it um what I wanted to mainly talk about today is the concept of self-love because that's something that I deeply deeply struggle with and I feel like there can be many reasons why like there could be internal factors external factors childhood factors adult factors you know there there's so many different things that can contribute to self-love and I'm currently in therapy um and we'll take a little dive, a little sidetrack of this, I guess. I am such an advocate for therapy. I think anybody can benefit from therapy. It does not just have to be people who are deeply struggling. I think just the concept in itself of talking to somebody who is educated in the brain and the thought process and just to provide you tools, right? Because like nobody teaches you that. And so you come across, especially people who struggle with mental illness, you come across all of these feelings at some point in your life and you have no idea how to process them. And a lot of times we kind of just in human nature, I guess, will more so fault towards negative vices in order to feel better because we aren't taught healthy coping mechanisms right or if we are we're like maybe that doesn't work for us or you know whatever it's just it's very challenging so I'm like a really big advocate for therapy however disclaimer I will say like I tried 
multiple different therapists over multiple different years. And this is the first time like I've found a good therapist and I've stuck with the therapist. And I feel like it's kind of like dating in a sense, like you have to find the person that's right for you, even in friendships, whatever it may be, a relationship, a person who responds well to what you're going through and how they can teach you. And not every therapist is going to be for every client and vice versa. So huge advocate of therapy and going to therapy I'll like discuss problems that are in my life or discuss things that I perceive to be stressors, etc. And my therapist always will correct me and say like, okay, let's take it back. Like you have a lot of negative self-talk. You're very hard on yourself. Um, let's work on a way to reframe this. And so as I've been through this process with her, I've come to the realization that like, I mean, I do like, I think and if you know me, and if you know me personally, like you will understand that I think I'm a very funny person and I'm a very, like, I, I know who I am. Right. And I do love who I am in a sense. Like I know who I am. I love who I am. Like I'm a generous person. Um, I'm funny and I try really hard and all these things. Right. So I know that I love myself in that sense, but like I've been coming across the whole concept of self-love and like trying to study it and trying to understand what it means because I have more anxious and depressive tendencies and I have a lot of negative self-talk. So when I approach myself, it's not out of love, it's out of judgment typically. And then I'm really hard on myself about it. And so I was talking with her and you know, that's, I just had brought that up and I was like, this is something I don't want to work on. And as I've gone through this, I just have found it so interesting, like even to say like, what is the concept of self-love? Because when I perceive love, I perceive it as a feeling, right? Like anybody in my life, I'm like, I love you. Like I feel love towards that person. That is how I perceive the word love. So it's very like, I'm a very sensitive person. I'm a very deep thinker. I feel everything deeply. It doesn't matter how many times people say like, don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. It really wasn't that serious. Like my body just does not respond like that. Like I take everything and I process it and I analyze it and I cope. That's how I cope. That's like my coping mechanism is I analyze, I process, I make it make sense in my head and then I let it go. So when it comes to the concept of love, I'm like, okay, it's a feeling, right? Like I analyze it, I process it. It's a deep, deep feeling rooted in me that I have for others. So then when I'm trying to figure out how to love myself, I was having such a confusing time with it because it's not like I feel that way about myself, right? Like it's not like I, I don't approach myself with love. I don't approach myself with respect. And I don't approach myself with kindness, et cetera. The list can go on. So I was trying to figure out like, what are baby steps that I can do to show myself love or to love myself? Okay. I want to reframe this because this is where I'm going with this. So I thought, what are ways that I can love myself? 
Like it was so challenging for me to grasp the concept of loving myself. And I think it was when I interviewed Alex, which she's so sweet. If you haven't checked out that episode, you definitely should. I think a lot of people can relate to her, but she was telling me like how much she loved herself finally. Like it wasn't like it came easy to her. She had immense struggles and she really did work on it. And she is at a point where she loves herself and she says it and she means it. And when you hear her say it, you know she means it. And I was like, I want to get to that, right? Like I'm not at that space. So I have came to the conclusion that I I believe that it's not necessarily about feeling deep feelings of loving yourself. I don't think that's it, at least for me personally. Like maybe that's eventually the goal and how I get there. But I think it's more so like acts of kindness for yourself. So the kindness that you would maybe share for others, um, for those who you love, like I'm a big person on, I'm just like a generous person at heart. Like I love to give gifts and I love to do things for people and I love to write cards and I'm like a words of affirmation person, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's like, those are the acts that I do for people that I love. And so in turn, I was trying to figure out what acts can I do for myself? Like maybe I should show myself love. Maybe it's not about loving yourself. Like, right. Love yourself first, put yourself first, all these things. I feel like they're just such vague comments. And then when it comes down to it, you're like, I don't really know what that means or how to go about that. And again, I'm analytical. I process everything. I have a very intellectual brain when it comes to that. And so with that being said, it was very hard for me to understand the concept. So now I've come up, come to a point where I started to show myself love, which has been very challenging. And I've tried to figure out like different ways to go about it. But the biggest thing for me right now, I would say that I'm doing is I'm really focusing on less negative self-talk. I feel like, um, I grew up very Catholic and I'm not dogging the Catholic faith. Like I don't care what faith you are. I don't care what you do. As long as you're happy and comfortable with it, that's great. But I feel like there was a lot of guilt instilled in me. It's like Catholic guilt. I feel like if you're Catholic, you know, um, the Catholic guilt instilled in me. And so I kind of believe because of that, that's where some of like that negative, like I didn't perceive it as good. I didn't perceive it as good at all. So like I have a perception of that to be bad. Like that guilt was bad. Right. So then when it comes into like my adult life, I have these, um, negative thoughts or feelings about myself all the time. It's hard for me to perceive myself as good. Like I just focus on the bad. And I think that's kind of hard, but it's just, it's just my default. I feel like it's kind of the way I was raised, what I went about, blah, blah, blah. Like back to the childhood, you can connect all the dots, but it's kind of my default. Like instead of, you know, looking at my day and like the good that I did, I would look at my day and like the negative, like, oh, you slept in too late. Oh, you didn't go to the gym. Oh, you didn't get this done. You're lazy. You didn't eat good for yourself, blah, 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 whatever. Right. So then now I'm trying to reframe that and have a perspective shift. So now I'm trying to focus on like, how can I show myself love? Right. Like number one, not that negative self-talk. And so just focusing on the good that happened throughout the day. What good did I do? What good did I put out into the world? Even if it's just one small thing, right? Like we can just focus on one small thing. It doesn't need to be 
a thousand acts of kindness or anything. Like I focus on my career a lot. I'm very intense with my career and I'm very grateful to love what I do. And I mean, nobody loves work, but I do love my job once I get into it. And I'm happy to be here. If I, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't be here, but <laughs> I am happy nonetheless. Um, and with that being said, it's like, that's what I'll focus on, right? Like, so I did a really good job at work. That's very important to me to do a good job at work. So then that's something I focus on. So it's just reframing the beliefs about yourself would be like my number one that I'm working on personally for self-love. Um, and the second one that I'm working on, I guess you could speak of it is in a way of self-care, but I feel like it's a kind of a combination of like health and self-care because I used to look at health and I'm a health coach. Like I've gone to nutrition school. I'm actually in school again for a very brief thing. It's not intense. Um, nobody at me. Cause I'm always like, I'm not going to do school again, but they just had a mini program and I joined it. Cause why not? So, um, with that being said, like I have a lot of background in nutrition and I still feel like my default to that was like negative because I'm not a person who likes to eat healthy. Like you can ask anybody in my life and I just don't enjoy it. And I don't enjoy working out really like after you work out, everyone feels good. Right. But like just the process of it and the process of waking up early and the process of journaling or all the things you're supposed to be doing. But I've come to a point in my life where I really don't have a choice. <laughs> like my, um, good friend that I was actually at the gym with her the other day and she said something and I was like, that is so powerful. I did not come up with this. She came up with this. Um, but she said, if you're not growing, you're rotting. And I thought it was like a very interesting perception of like growth as human beings. And I totally resonate with that. And at some points I just let myself rock cause I'm in that negative self-talk. I am not showing myself love and I'm not moving forward because my default is always negative. And I think it's you know, like I said, could be from childhood, but it also is like, just because I'm, I'm more mentally ill. So the depressive side of me will get the best of me. So the second thing I'm working, so the first thing is reframing beliefs. The second thing I'm working on is showing myself love. So I've kind of reframed the belief on like working out and eating healthy and what it means to me and how my body is going to feel the best. And so now when I work out, like I look at it as an act of kindness to myself. Like I'm giving myself the space I need in order to just be completely alone and to focus on my health and to just like, that's an act of kindness and love to my body. And the same thing when it comes to eating healthy, right? Like I don't eat healthy for every single meal. I love Big Macs. I do. I love them. And I have no shame in saying that. I don't care. Life is short. But when I look at food now, it's like, I can still eat that, right? But like right now, I just went to the gym and I made myself a protein smoothie after because I'm viewing that now as like loving yourself. Like you're going to take care of yourself because you love yourself. Because if I was to take care of somebody else, that's what I would do for them. Like I would help them go to the gym and I would make them something after, and I would go on walks with them and I would make sure they got enough sleep and all these things. So I think it's more of these acts that we do for others out of love. We do for ourselves out of love. So it's not about being like obsessed with yourself and it's not about being vain towards yourself. It's 
just the concept of doing these acts of kindness for yourself out of love. So like I spent the weekend alone this past weekend and I genuinely like to clean and I feel like it's also productive for me. So like that was another thing out of love for myself and like taking care of myself you know, I deep cleaned my house and I did some laundry and all these things, but I also love to sleep. So I let myself take a nap, set back, relax, all the things. And so that's the second thing I'm working on is just like reframing around health and wellness specifically, because again, my default is depression. And so it's very challenging for me because number one, it's like pessimism all the way, but number two, it's like, you don't really have the energy and it's hard to get past that boundary of depression in order to do these acts for yourself. So I would suggest maybe like everybody's different, but to start small in these acts for yourself. Like after this, I've already decided I'm going to go to the grocery store and, um, get flowers for myself because, I clean my house and it's nice and fresh and clean and that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to read my book because I really enjoy my book. And I realize not every day is like this, right? Like I'm, my last month has been a wild ride for me. So like, it's very evident in my life that not every day goes as planned and you don't get to do the things every day. But when you reframe your beliefs about yourself and you reframe how you're going to treat yourself, I think is the biggest point I'm trying to make in this podcast. Then I think like even on the hard days, even on the mundane days where you're working so hard, there's just little things that you can incorporate in your daily life in order to love yourself, which probably as you're listening, you would probably resonate with self-care, I guess. And like, that's like the biggest thing for people too, as I've, you know, on social media, read through things, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, People are really into self-care and that's just such a form of loving yourself. So I feel like in turn, after doing all of these things for myself, I think I will start to value myself more. I will start to respect myself more and I'll start to make decisions that display that, right? Like I will set better boundaries and I will, you know, respect my time and A, B, and C. But I think, excuse me, I think it's a process. I think that no no matter what <clears throat> i'm so sorry my voice is like not good to record but no matter where you're at i think that it's a process for everybody you don't just wake up and know all the things and have all the answers and know where your life and your journey begins i think that i from my experience right like i have been through a lot for being young, I always think like I've met myself in the deepest and darkest spaces that I think I, I might ever be as far as it comes to depression and mental illness. And so I think because of that, I finally am kind of out of my rotting phase and I'm kind of into my growing phase. And so because I went through all that, met myself there, you know, now I'm starting to understand respecting myself and loving myself and showing myself love and doing acts for myself. And I think there's something so beautiful about that. Um, but just knowing everybody's journey is different. So it's not like you have to go through some traumatic event, um, or anything like that. It's just usually what happens to people who are trying to love themselves again. Um, or 
you know, whatever, have, have met themselves in a deep place prior. And I just think that it was a very confusing thought process for me. And because I'm so like analytical and I talk with my therapist about this a lot, um, this is just a coping mechanism. I'm not saying it's healthy by any means. This is how I cope. This is how we've figured out that I cope. So if something happens to me, um, or if somebody does something to me, I would say it's more so of that. Like it would be an external factor. So something that it was out of my control, right? So like somebody did something to me, it hurt my feelings. So then I go in and I process the entire situation and I say, okay, from their perspective, they were probably feeling this. And because of that, it doesn't have anything to do with me. And it is a reflection of them. And so in turn, um, like I'm not really at fault. And so I feel a little bit better about that. And so we're good. Like that is how my brain works. Like it can be with anything, but I'm so analytical and like I process everything like that. And so it's really was so hard for me because love is like, like I said, acts of kindness. Love is, um, showing up for yourself. Love is, like a feeling, you know what I mean? So it's like very hard for me to process that and like analyze it and put it in a box that's, you know, symmetrical for four corners, whatever. Like it's just this perfect little box and say like, this is self-love. And that was just a hard concept for me to grasp. So I just wanted to do like this solo episode today about self-love and just maybe this definition that I've come up with can help you as you process your emotions and just remember to continue to show up for yourself, I think is so important and show yourself those acts of kindness. And the more you do that, I truthfully believe the more you value yourself as a person. Um, I'm a people pleaser as well, depending on the person I should, I should take that back. But like I typically, I wouldn't even say people please. Like I'm just somebody, if I love someone, I will just do things for them, right? Like that is how I am, but it's not always a healthy trait to have. And so like learning my boundaries, like I feel like it will be better for me because I'm going to start to value myself and be like, okay, you know, that's not the right choice. Not that they're not deserving. Maybe they're not, but like taking that energy that I put into others and then knowing that like I can put that same energy into myself and it will help me grow as a person and protect my boundaries and value myself more, etc. So I think it's all just a learning curve for everybody. Like I said, every situation is completely different. I think it's very challenging. Um, and I think that I just wasn't aware of this concept and the more that I grow and the more shit honestly that I go through um I'm starting to learn that I always just thought like I always was like I'm just like a giver of love and I have never given it really to myself and so it's just all such like a new concept for me um and I'm not saying that's wrong I'm just saying that at this point in my life it's time for me to take a step back and just kind of you know, I've spent years of giving and doing and all these things where I'm going to, you know, kind of try to absorb that for myself. So, and in turn, I think it gets me, this is like my last little tangent. It gets me more comfortable being alone. Um, something I told my therapist that's really hard for me is like, I love to be alone and I love to do my own things, but my anxiety starts to become a little bit triggered. It's like, I'm uncomfortable with myself And I think it was because I would just like, 
sit and stir and like I was in that rotting phase, I guess. Like I wasn't doing anything that was good for me. So I would just sit and like watch TV and like be alone. And I'm not saying I don't do that now, but like when I'm alone, I will clean and I will go through my closet and maybe shop online and water my flowers and read my book and all these things. Like I think because I was in like the rotting phase, it was very hard for me to be alone. Um, But the more love I start to show myself and the more acts of kindness I start to show myself, even with being alone, has been so helpful for me to be comfortable in my own presence. And so I still do watch the TV. Like, I love it. um, But that's not all I do anymore. Like, I'm not, like, again, at that rotting phase. I'm focusing to grow and to go further on. And it's a challenge. And sometimes you're not ready for it. And that's completely okay as well. Um, I think there's such a push in mental health to do all the things, go for the walk, be in the sun, blah, 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 whatever. But when you're struggling with it, it's so impossible. Like when I was in my deepest, darkest depression and I was, I had a very intense suicidal ideation. I could not, like I could not. I had to get to a baseline, which I talked about in my previous episode, in order to do the things. So everybody's journey is different. And I'm such an encourager, like, you do it when you're ready. Wherever you're at in life, if you're just surviving, that's okay. But if you're ready to love yourself and you want to take that step forward, here's my two cents on it. So there's the podcast, just my solo little pop-up on self-love for today. A happy memorial. Thank you to all those who have served, as always. Um, and thank you to everybody who has listened to this episode. I hope you have a absolutely beautiful week and we have a very, very, very special guest. I'm super excited to have her this week. Um, we'll talk more about it in her episode, but she actually lost her dad, um, to depression. So I'm very excited to interview her and just give a glimpse of what that portion of like life would be like because it's a completely different perspective as well so stay tuned and we will catch you next time to overcome the storm emerged without any warning without any sign she never saw coming a whirlwind of darkness uprooting her present and cascading shadows over her future a true collision of disruption and despair She finds herself consumed by chaos, her faith unraveling as it disappears into the cries of the sky. And in the midst of heartache, she decides that she can either dwell in her disasters or she can learn to weather them. She can let the storm break her or she can let it build her. It's in this moment of clarity that she begins to fight her way out of the darkness. It's in this moment of grace that she stops running from her storm and she starts following her rainbow. And despite the aches of her journey, she is led to a place only she can find. A place of courage, a place of beauty, a place of becoming. That is what it means to overcome. This is what it means to survive. And although the storm brought her destruction, it also brought her strength. She learned that she is more powerful than she ever imagined and that anything that arrives to break her, the darkness will never stop her from finding her light.